And we are back, everybody. Unqualified Sports Talk. Yes, we've been on a hiatus. Yes, you haven't heard my voice in a long time. But guys, we are back. We're banging. We're better than ever. Unqualified Sports Talk has returned. Football has returned. I'm a familiar voice. I am Bryce. And now I am joined with new member of Unqualified Sports Talk, Grant. Grant, say hi. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm, I'm the off-season pickup. Um, hopefully, hopefully, um, I'm, I'm going to bring some, some new energy footballs back. The energy levels are high, but most likely I'm more like TiVo getting picked up, uh, with the Jaguars, uh, as a tight end. Um, but we're here, we're rocking, we're rolling. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. This is, uh, uh, something, something that me and Bryce have been talking about and I'm just, I'm really excited to bring it back. Unqualified Sports Talk is back. Everyone, you heard it there first. Uh, hopefully, Grant can add a little bit more than Tim Tebow to the Jaguars to Unqualified Sports Talk, but, you know, time will only tell that. He might, you know, get kicked off after... He didn't even make a preseason game, but we'll see. But here, here's Grant's training camp this week, and we'll, we'll, see if, we'll see if we keep him on. But like we keep on hammering on, y'all, football's back. That's why we're here. We love football. Obviously, we'll get into other stuff too, but football's back, so it's it's only fair to bring unqualified sports talk back. Yeah, it's I mean it's the dog days of summer right now. It's I don't know about how it is uh, wherever y'all are at, but it it is hot in in the southeast United States, and this is this is what this is what's keeping the energy up. Only for, you can't step outside, can't do anything outside, so we dive into training camp. Yeah, we we talk drive, about sports. We talk about sports. We dive into hard knocks. But yeah, just to kick things off, we know football's back when Hard Knocks is back. We got the Detroit Lions this year for our preseason team, and it's Hard, hard Knocks is just I, I think preseason Hard Knocks is one one of the better uh, one of the better shows. Definitely one of the best additions HBO has ever done. It is definitely, and we don't really care about the midseason stuff because we already have football. I think right now we're all just itching for something, so we kind of gravitate towards the preseason Hard Knocks. But Grant. What is one word that you would describe hard knocks with? I'll give you a hint. It starts with a G and ends with a writ. It's, it's a little four-letter word. Yeah. That's a grit, baby. It's grit, it, baby. I, <laughs> especially, my, my favorite part about hard knocks is when, like, like obviously the hardcore sports fans are, are in, like, really into preseason stuff, like fantasy guys, um, you know, you know, guys that are, are really big team fans and they get to see their rookies play, but... Um, just the kind of casual NFL fan might not even really like after the first quarter of most games, it's, it's a, especially preseason. It's a crapshoot. You it know, is. Like the hall of fame game football is back when that, and it's so good. You get to see the helmets. You get to see the, the, the new players walk out on the field. Sunday night intro, Carrie Underwood. Yeah. And it's, and it, after I watched about 30 minutes of it and then it was just, it was just painful. I mean, it's just it's bad football. Players suck at that point. The team yeah, sucks. It's just people fighting for roster spots. Like I know personally, like people that like are are pretty casual fans, but they watch Hard Knocks, and you get so attached to these like borderline roster level players, mm-hmm. and it's just you know you have a stake in the game. You so, do. It's awesome. Training camp in general is awesome. I think it's one of my favorite. Between this and just the beginning of the season, um, I love it. I I think all of the potential. And the hope for every franchise is there. <laughs> every Even, every team thinks they can yeah, win the Super Bowl yeah, at the beginning, of the, or you're on the opposite spectrum, where you're hoping you don't win any games, it, so you I'll, get a Bryce I'll Young. Release, so. I'll release my 
uh, biases also for for the for the world yeah. too. Yeah. So I'm I'm a Seahawks fan. Um, I I like just about every sport. Uh, I, if it's if it's exists and it can be competitive, I will enjoy it at some level. I don't. I'm not a big. Not, I can't can't tell you much about tennis. I can't tell you much about like cricket. But even like like lacrosse, like we've been really big on lacrosse lately. Water dogs, baby. The water dogs are, they <laughs> they were a, they were a competitor for freaking team of the week. I mean they're 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 on a tear right now. You but, know, come out losing three games straight, come back winning six in a row. What would you rather have? Yeah, six in a and row. So, we so, love the water dogs, baby. The dogs. <laughs> but no, it's and so and, and I'm a big big UFC guy. Me and Bryce over the past year have been. I've been really into UFC really into every UFC. weekend. Um, I'm a big Volkanovski guy. Um, I'm not. <laughs> so that's those are my biases. But even with the Seahawks, I mean, going into training camp, I, I we got like two roads, and I'm just yeah, I'm fine if, if I I, ha, I have this kind of vision in my head that we could just shock the world and win the Super Bowl, and we could also go like two and fifteen. Um, but uh, I'm I'm kind of I think we'll. We'll do some kind of in the middle and just be middling, but that's that's what train camp is. You just you got everything. Every, every everyone has a reason to be happy with train camp. But there's also reasons not to be happy. Yeah, if you are the Jets, <laughs> if you are the Jets, then I guess well they do have Zach Wilson got the dog in them. Big Zach Wilson fan over I, here I, recently. Even though I am a Bills fan and I'm supposed to hate the Jets. I bought a Zach Wilson jersey. I'll rep it. It's hilarious. I love him. City boys up. City boy! But another team at AFC East that also apparently hadn't been doing well are the Patriots. What do we think about that? Mac Jones apparently doesn't look good. Yeah. A- apparently wide receivers can't get off the line. Is I Bill don't... Belichick falling? Is, was Tom Brady really the thing that held that together? Or is it Bill Belichick that held it together? I don't know. I've, I've heard rumors that there's a little bit of... Um like a, a little bit of a soured relationship between Kraft and Belichick right now. Really? Um, just just because it seems that now that everything's not going great, um, Robert Kraft was always, I mean, it seems like from some of these rumors and reports that he was always kind of Team Brady. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, maybe, maybe he trusted Belichick to kind of usher in this next generation. Um, and he just, he just might not have, you know, hit the hit hit it exactly where it needs to be with but, Mac Jones and. I mean, you have to think though. The year before Mac Jones was Cam Newton and uh, Jarrett Stidham, uh, right? Yeah. So I mean, you can't expect to win more than however many games they won two years ago, and then you bring in a rookie quarterback, and he performed well. He was probably the best performing rookie quarterback. So, I mean, there has to be some sort of glimmer of hope. But Belichick's always been a defensive-minded coach, right? So. If the defense doesn't hold up, which it didn't last year, the Bills playoff game, that was like a 93-4 to game. Like, the Bills erased them, and that's not what a Bill Belichick team is supposed to do. They're supposed to oh. hang in there. They're supposed to be D- MCDC, grit. They're supposed to be grit. gritty. Yeah, MCDC, we're so excited for him. But, it, I don't, I mean, there, there's definitely some spots that should should definitely be like like commended for what the Patriots are doing. Um I think I think they have some really good young running backs and uh I mean I say young. I don't even know how old Damian Harris is, but he's a he's a good running back. He's he's a run through the line type guy. And then Ramondre Stevenson um I think can be a pretty good three down back for him. But their receiving room is just Sucks. terrible. 
sucks. So these reports of like receivers not being able to get off the line, I can't tell if that's because their defense is good or they just have the worst receiving room. Well, ever. their their best receiver is Jacoby Myers, yeah. who was an undrafted and, free agent. And full disclosure, we love Jacoby Myers. We do. We were, like, we're state boys. Yeah, we, we we saw him play, you know, while we were in college and you know, I'm so happy that he's like found a, a spot in the NFL. But He's not your. He's not he a. He's, he's probably not a two wide receiver. He's a, in the he's league. a third. He's a receiver three slot guy. He's a slot that guy. Will catch everything thrown to him. But I mean, like. But he's not white, so he can't really fit in the Bill Belichick system. <laughs> he's, for the, he's not the Hunter Renfro. No. Know? No, but you know, it, between, and their and their running back room also shrunk today, with James White retiring. That's true. That's true. So that's yeah. another an experienced guy. He what he scored the game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl yeah, in twenty sixteen. The, the Falcons, right? yeah, the overtime overtime uh, toss. Yeah, the twenty eight to three. But I mean, that's experience leaving the locker room. That's a leader leaving the rock locker room right there for all these young guys who are supposed to be coming up. So I mean, that sucks too. That's even if he doesn't play, you, you know, you got you could even have a Udonis Haslam role where you're literally <laughs> yeah, just you're, there. You're just getting paid. Yeah, you're just getting paid, and you show up to practices and. Tell guys a couple things, but is he, just play, to, is he playing this year? Yeah, he's playing. There is no way. I promise you, he is. There's. I promise you, he is. But time will tell at the Patriots. That's a that's a team we're we're definitely circling. But another team that I think is piquing everybody's interest right now because of injuries is the Dallas Cowboys, number one offense slash or they led the league in passing yards. I should yeah, say. I mean, they, like they're an air raid they, offense. They just toss. They chuck the ball. They, 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 I and and it's it's like, like I don't know what Del, what Dak Prescott is really like. I hate him, him, by the way, everyone. I I don't know what he's like. They are like all in on him being just the leader of this offense. Mm-hmm. Like as a, as a Seahawks fan with Russell Wilson when he was like playing his best, I never saw us gave this kind of like keys to the keys to just the the car with with how they do it. And I, I thought it changed a little bit with Mike McCarthy because I don't even think Mike McCarthy was like that with Aaron Rodgers, but um, they just they'll, they'll just let him do whatever the heck he wants. And uh, but Cowboys, I I don't I don't know what to expect from their offense. Near do I. I mean, you pick up a great signing, or they trade for James Washington. I think I signed him. Yeah, he's out. Michael Gallup's supposed to take a step up this year. He's out. I mean, yeah, you got CeeDee Lamb, who is a bona fide oh, number one C. receiver. CeeDee Lamb's a stud. And they, there's reports that Tony Pollard is going to play slot for a little That'd bit. That'd be interesting. So, well, I mean, Zeke sucks, so yeah, Tony Pollard I, might have to and, pick up a lot bigger load than we think. And, and when we're recording this, we also just saw this video. Of, if you haven't seen it, Bradley Chubb, state guy, <laughs> shout out state. Shout out. Um, absolutely you know it's not like a head head to head hit zeke was kind of making a cut but he got absolutely steamrolled so um if if bradley chubb can stay healthy that's that's big for state that's big for the broncos um let's ride broncos country let's ride but no with with the cowboys and i mean dallar what is his name is it dalton dalton schultz i can't even remember his first name james Wait, the, 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 the tight end. Uh, yeah, Dalton Schultz. Just Dalton Schultz. He's yeah. he's, he's he's good. good. He's, he's good. good. Um, and like they still have a lot of their their older um, offensive line, but that's exactly what they are older. Um, they're not rookie year deck. Yeah, dude. Where they were ungodly and Zach Zeke was Zach Martin ungodly. The, Zach Martin for rookie year deck was a different animal. He's still good. He's still he's great. still really good. But I mean, he's got some wear on the tires. 
and offensive linemen, you just, you just don't see the Joe Thomas where you're just elite every year of your career. Who is eligible for the Hall of Fame this year? Let's get yeah, him in there. Yeah, that's Hall of, Fame. Hall of Fame. Candidates are looking nice. Um, Dwight Freeney. Yeah, Dwight, and you got, um, this is the first year for Reggie Wayne, I think. Reggie Wayne. Um, I think there's, like, obviously second year Devin Hester. Nope. Um, Devin Hester is, Devin Hester's Hall of Famer. Nope. That's... That's an argument for another day. We got a lot to cover oh, yeah. today. No, we definitely have a lot to cover. Back, back to the, back to the Cowboys. I when I saw that Michael or what's it say, say Michael Gallup got hurt, immediately had to trade for James Tolbert, rookie out of South Alabama, for the Cowboys. He's a stud, and Dak's liking him right now, and he's going to be the wide receiver too for probably about six weeks. And I think I think he could stay that honestly. Yeah. Well, maybe not when James Washington comes back, but. It's yeah. he's gonna be a beast, and I'm I'm excited for that. I can, but I can see it. I that's mean, the only glimmer of hope coming into the Cowboys that looks exciting. Besides James Washington, but he's hurt. He's not gonna be 100 percent probably till week 15. But if he comes in even a little bit, not 100 percent, he's probably just gonna be banged up and still not be 100 percent. But I'm I mean I'm excited for Michael Parsons. I, I Michael Parsons was you know coming out of Penn State. Everyone kind of talked about him being. Yeah, you know, athletic freak, but he just looks like he could play anywhere. He could be a, he could be an off the ball linebacker when he's on the ball. He's a <laughs> tremendous rusher. He is. Um, I th- I think he's probably the best part of their defense. We are not a uh, a digs. We're, we're not a digs house. Have you seen the videos of him in training camp? Uh, from like he's getting dusted from, from people not even on the dusted. not even on a depth chart last year. Just getting blown by. Like I, when I see the CD Lamb ones, you know that's one thing. But, but like, oh, high risk, high reward. Do you think he's gonna get anywhere close to eleven interceptions this year? <laughs> I don't care if the over unders at six. I'm hammering the under there. Like, there's no it's, way he can't strike twice like that. There's no way. It's the same thing with the with the Cooper Cup situation. I, I see a lot of people, especially like fantasy wise. People are like picking Cooper Cup as the number one, like the one one, right now. And it's, I mean, are you gonna, are you still gonna get a great year from Cooper Cup? No doubt. But there's no way he's gonna do two thousand yards again. And they're bringing in Allen Robinson, who apparently has been looking really good in camp too. So, and and I mean, and they're still not out of the Odell talks. I mean, I I don't quite know how long he'll be out. I don't know if it's like the full year. It's it's, he's not supposed to take a snap this season. So. Unless they make it the Super Bowl again, which I'm sure, for publicity's sake, yeah, he, he, he would just be riding the pine for another ring. Yeah, if that's, but no, I, I mean the NFL is that's, NFL's back. It's, <clears throat> it's it's just one of it's just one of those it's one of those sports that you know, even in the off season, it's talked it has an entire channel that they never stop running. Nope. Because um, yeah. there's always something happening though. Yeah, there's always reports coming out, and then a couple months after Super Bowl, you get the draft, and then there's a whole other thing. Then training camp, then that's, preseason. That's why I'll never understand people that like place those bets, um, in in like the day after the Super. Bowl. Like they already release, they always have their way too early odds for the next <laughs> Super Bowl. It's like even if you're betting on like the Bengals, who like were really good last year, and let's say you're really thinking that they were gonna you know repeat. That's just way too risky. Uh, I mean, you have. I, I, feel, I feel like you have a better chance of just like having a a wheel spin and pick a team to win the Super Bowl than just, you know, arbitrarily. Because even, 
you know, four weeks in the season, you know, Matt Stafford might bust a knee out. You don't, you don't know, or even in the off season. So, mm-hmm. and plus, I, you don't know who's coming in free agency, yeah. who's leaving free agency, who you're drafting. The exactly. whole world can change. Well, and you know, b- big news too. Bryce, the, the the huge Bills fan. The Bills look the Bills look good right now. And like, knock knock on wood yeah, right I mean, now on this yeah, table, no, man. It's, but like Von Miller seems like he is a great voice in the locker room. It seems that like I mean I've seen like saw like Josh Allen was like pushing somebody, but that's just training camp. That's I don't I don't I I see I see things going going really. I mean he better not get that's two hundred fifty million dollars he's pushing around. Don't touch my quarterback. Just kidding. I like Josh Allen being chippy with it, but yeah, no, but it's I don't know. I I, I like I like the energy of it. I like uh, so I mean it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to. It's it's like it's gonna be hard when you have that that target on you, but I mean our our schedule's a gauntlet this year. Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta play Rams opening night. We play Green Bay at some point. AFC East should be cakewalk. Yeah, the Dolphins have definitely improved. Um, they have, but not enough. There's no way to can use Tyreek like he's supposed no, to. No, I I think Tyreek Tyreek is obviously a um huge addition but i think with the way that tua likes to play and throw it's going to be less of an upgrade than if he went to other teams i agree i i think tua loves out routes tua loves all general waddle waddle out out route um so i i don't know and i like their coach um but it the afc east is i think the bills lose and, and that's just kind of... If we don't win the AFC... I think we're the only team minus money to win our division besides the Bucks. If we don't win the division, I renounce NFL football. Well, who who are who are some rookies that you think are, are just going to be the, the Cats pajamas for this season? Rookies that I think will be the Cats pajamas... Honestly, someone that I'm really high on, and I wanted to draft them if I didn't move up to four in our rookie draft to get Kenneth Walker, but Chris Olave, dude, I think he might I've, be the dude, most. I've heard I've heard reports from the Saints like that he is him yeah. and Jameis are are clicking, and I'm not high I'm not high on Michael Thomas. Uh, we don't um, know what he's gonna look like, but I, I but, don't... but Chris Olave, he's. Probably one of the more polished wide receiver prospects coming out of the draft. He he doesn't do any one thing. He's not like Jamison Williams who's going to kill you down the field. Um, but I, I, I think he's going to be good. He's He can go up and get a ball. He can run around. He's only a rookie, right? I mean, he has a million million ways to improve, but... I really like him. I think the Saints could be a sleeper team this year, uh, especially in that division that's awful besides the Bucks. And right now we don't even know Brady's status. He's out of camp right now, um, hoping for a week one return, that the, fran- the franchise is hoping for a week one return, but we don't even know if he'll be back. That's weird. That all happened today as well. But, um, yeah, Chris Olave's mine. Oh, yeah. He's he's the one I serve. You got anybody you um, got an eye on? I mean, I, I like a lot of rookies that from this draft class, like for this draft class. I mean, I think, I think there are like a couple guys that they might not, um, they might not come out and, and bring the world on fire their first year. Uh, yeah, Seahawks fan, the Seahawks finally had a good draft. Um, 
Um, it's shocking. I mean, since like 2015, we've just been throwing just duds. But uh, Kenneth Walker, dog, dog. He's a dog. Ooh. I mean, he's I, I see I see that kind of Marshawn Lynch tough running kind of back in him. Um, but honestly, my pick right now. George, have you seen what George Pickens has been doing for the Steelers right Dude, now? Dude, he was he, he caught four balls in a row and then was absolutely mouthing off. Because he he's a black Air Force energy, and I completely <laughs> appreciate that. I completely love that about him. He he, I mean, standing in front of your TV, absolutely leaned back With a in a ski mask, mask. That's all I needed to see. For <laughs> and I, I saw the reports a couple like a month ago where they were saying that he'd take a like lesser role, but. I don't think you can give him a lesser role if he's just gonna be balling like that. I mean, who knows what that that team's deal is anyway right now? They got Mitch coming out starting preseason one. When does yeah. where's Kenny Pickett? Their quarterback play is gonna be terrible this year. Yeah. It, is this gonna be Mike Tomlin Tomlin's first losing season? Has to be, right? I think that I think they're I think they're good enough that they'll. No, that AFC North is it's, a it's, juggernaut. That is a tough division. But it, from all reports, it's looking like. Deshaun's probably missing the whole season. Yeah, if if Deshaun's gone the whole season, I think I think the Steelers can get enough to get above five hundred. I mean, we'll see. But, I I think they get waxed by the uh, Bengals and the Ravens both times they who's play them. Their, who's their um, who's their division they play this year for the NFC? Or yeah, I guess so. I have no idea. Yeah, but I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Their their defense is still. I mean, they still got Minka. They still got. Um, TJ's coming off, coming off as a big season, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not high on the Steelers by any by any means. Uh, but I will say their quarterback situation can't be worse than it was with Big Ben only being able to throw like six yards down the oh, field. No way. Couple, yeah, a couple years ago, I mean, it was just that was just painful. No way. But a team that on the other side that we do have high expectations for, it's not a regular season team. And it's in the AFC North. It's it's a dynasty. It is. It's, it's one of the most winning dynasties of all time, and that is preseason Ravens. We got to dive into this, y'all. Oh, they're they're coming. I mean, I'm I'm not quite the preseason Ravens expert, but I I think it's twenty in a row. It's twenty in a row. We're looking 20, for twenty one tonight. Twenty in a row. I mean, it's just that's like unheard of. It, <laughs> I, you know, because what what is the preseason for most teams is just i mean it's like flipping a coin to win a game not know? the ravens i mean exactly but it's like it's for for other teams it's just hey get your your young guys out there see what it's working on but the ravens are just cracked the code i i don't know if they're ever lose the the team before this i don't remember who it was i want to say cowboys but i don't think that's right but the longest winning streak before the ravens was 19 so it kind of makes you think, is an expiration date coming? But no, we're back in the Ravens in every which way. I don't love sitting and watching preseason football unless there's a prospect or it's my team and I want to see what our depth looks like. But I will sit from start to finish and I will watch this preseason Ravens game. It's the only preseason game besides a Hall of Fame game. I told myself I wasn't going to bet on it. But the only preseason I will bet is Ravens preseason because they're a lock. Yeah, and, and fun- funnily enough, um, researching a little bit before, um, before for this uh, recording, um, if this if this site was correct, I saw that John Harbaugh was like forty and twelve in the preseason. He's ridiculous. I mean, so he just he he knows what he's doing, and he's gonna keep doing it. 
So um, that's that's why the, the, the preseason Ravens are our team of the week. Stamp it. Stamp it, baby. They're the team of the week. By, by the time this comes out, they, they will have already played um, their preseason game. But just just for the next couple weeks going into um, going into this preseason, this they're the team to beat. They are the what what is it four years in a row preseason champ. Yep. I mean, let's give them the trophy. You know, they they are a dynasty. Um, they know they're a dynasty, and, and we're just watching greatness. Um, definitely better than the seventy three and nine Warriors. Um, definitely better than the. Yeah, seventy three and nine Warriors lost yeah, in the finals, I mean, so you can't say nothing about that. I hate Steph Curry, but um, so that's 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 where we're standing at with with the NFL. We are we are just absolutely ecstatic that that it's back. Couldn't be more excited. Um, and and it, it got us kind of talking a little bit about because um, with with all the hype that comes with training camp. You also have the reality that sets in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's everything is possible right now. Jameis Winston, you know, he might go and win MVP in your mind. You might turn off the PlayStation once you're done playing Madden. <laughs> um, but you, you know, NFL disappointments are real. They are. Um, so we we talked a little. We we were gonna compile a little list and kind of bounce off each other. Kind of who who are some. Um, but who's a, who's a disappointment? Maybe that you had like personal expectations for, or just like objectively, he was just a disappointment for what? Well, let's just say I had the number one overall pick in fantasy in 2017, and I drafted David Johnson. <laughs> Immediately coming into the season, he tore his ACL. Oh, obviously, one of the biggest one hit wonders yeah. in NFL history. But yeah. he he came immediately towards ACL, and then. Did we ever actually, like, real, really hear his name again? Yeah, he was on the Texans last year, played no, a minimal after, role. After after he, like, was it, was it his ankle or his wrist or something that he hurt? He, like, broke something with the Cardinals and was just, could just never get it together after that. I mean, he was, I mean, what was that one year that he had? He was, like, the number, he was, a, he was definitely a top five overall fantasy scorer. Yeah, I mean, I don't, have been like, I don't know the numbers, but... When you think of disappointments, and especially me having a little bit of attachment to it, nah, dude, David Johnson, 100%. That pisses me off to this day. Thank God that that league's not a, that wasn't a dynasty league like we're in now, or else I would be in <laughs> deep water. Although I did draft Saquon third overall in the fantasy league, in the <laughs> dynasty league, but... I, Saquon, Saquon, he's, he's, not, he's not over it. He's not. He's not. But, He's definitely got. But I, I got rid of him already. So yeah. No. I, what about you? I, um, I only have a list of ones. Oh so. yeah. Well, I, I I compiled like a little list just because I was just kind of kind of going. We, we were talking about NFL receiving leaders the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, how how many like it, it takes a while before you remember that Josh Gordon was an NFL receiving leader, and. It was. He's just for the bronze, yeah, for the freaking bronze, dude. With the, the horrible quarterback situations, he he had like he had like almost fifteen hundred yards, and just couldn't stick it together. I mean, when he played for the Seahawks, that that you know brief little stint where he was with us, essentially, what five games maybe, but he he was he he made the game ceiling catch in a playoff game. On it was hard. It was like a fingertip post route. So he. 
he's a disappointment. Um, I mean, there's a pretty I big. Mean, can, we, can we really say he was a disappointment if he was in, like, if he was on probation the whole yeah. entire time? I mean, time? that's a disappointing that he just can't get yourself freaking clean, dude. That's true. Kind of like Jesse in Breaking Bad that Grant's <laughs> yeah, watching through I'm, right now. I'm I'm a huge Better Call Saul fan. Absolutely huge. And so I finally dove in. You know, that's the prequel to Breaking Bad. I finally dove into it. Um, so Thoughts so far? Th- it's amazing. It's, it's so good. It's, it's amazing. It's my favorite TV show of all time. So every time Grant's been watching, I've just been downstairs creeping around watching it with him. I love I, it. I, st- I still personally like better call it's it's not that breaking bad is definitely more entertaining mm-hmm. in terms of like action um better call Saul. i'm i'm a law student so it's just it's it's nerd <laughs> nerd alert but um so i i don't know i'm i'm really enjoying it but if yeah if and it's the same thing with like guys like like do you remember darius guys yeah do you remember I that do. name i thought for he the was Red, a beast for the redskins yes he i, I thought he was an animal well, I, I, hold on. Check yourself, Redskins. Well, um, I don't know if he played for the Redskins, the football name. team, or that's the a, Commanders. That's so a dead name. Um, but I, I thought he was an animal. I, he, I think he went to, he went to LSU. I thought he was an animal at LSU. I thought he'd be like, I, I love Marshawn Lynch type backs, guys that will run through your face. Papa. And uh, yeah, he also decided to run through the face of like some women and. Uh, <laughs> So that's that's why he's just not here anymore, and it's that's a disappointment. It's a disappointment. When's the last time you thought about Martavis Bryant? That has been forever. I he he was like he was what the receiver three for the Steelers. I mean he was he was like behind like Antonio Brown and I can't remember who else. But Heck, maybe Mike Wallace. Honestly, dude, but Martavis Bryant was like he was a dude. Wasn't he the one who made the? Uh, made like the butt catch against the Bengals. i have zero idea Dude, he did like a front flip he did like, he caught it and he did like a front flip after he caught it and he like secured it against his butt i mean it was just awesome but yeah another guy who just disappointment yeah. label it and d- did you realize all like do you remember who alden smith was or is the he name was, sounds he very was familiar big, big time for the 49ers and then he went to the cowboys and then i think he played like a preseason with the Seahawks or something. He was a number seven on the NFL Top 100. Number Holy seven. And exactly, you don't even know who he is anymore, really. Like, you know, he was an animal. And it's just like, he can't keep himself out of trouble. And then, you know, it wasn't even injuries. It's just like, it looks like he lost the love of the game. So That's, that's sad. It, it really is. And I also put Vince Young on here. Huge Vince Young guy. I, I don't really know what happened with him. He just, I mean, he just... He wasn't deep enough as a quarterback, I think. No, and he was lazy. Yeah, yeah, and that's. Yeah, and he was lazy. Can't can't really fix that, but. Um, so that's, you know, if if uh, the the NFL has all this promise, it also has its realities. Um, but I will forever love thinking about um, these random trivia facts of like josh gordon being a league leader if there's one thing guys love doing more than anything it's sitting in a room and just naming old nfl or nba players and diving into it yeah no i i could i could spend an entire an entire afternoon maybe even a day just saying (laughs) like Dion branch or like um um brian like brian dawkins i could sit here and talk about brian dawkins stuff for forever that's 
That's all I need. I'm Austin Collie. <laughs> Austin Collie, if you're listening, I DM you on we, Instagram. We want you so we, we want, want you, you on to our come show. Bad. We want you to come be interviewed by us so bad. We we love so you. So bad, Austin Collie. I majority of you probably don't know who Austin Collie is, but great receiver for the Colts. We we need to expand the Austin Collie fan club one we do. by one. He only has so, two thousand followers on Instagram. So if, so if you are one of the lucky people listening, please, please do yourself a favor. Go watch highlights. Yep. Go follow him on Instagram. Yep. That's that's he's not sponsoring us. We're just saying that out of our out of our heart. We exactly. And happy birthday to Patty Mills today. It's Pat. It's Patty Mills' birthday. It's Patty Mills' birthday. What happy a guy. Happy birthday. How old is he? Uh, old. Old. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely been around a while. Let me see how old he is. He he, he is be... turning. Guess. Mm, Thirty-two. Thirty-four. Thirty. He's definitely getting Holy up there in age. But he was on the Spurs team when they beat the Heat. Yeah, he's, he's he's old. Might be one of the most Spurs players ever. Ever. Uh, he's on the Nets now, right? Is he? I think so. That's crazy. But a little sidebar there. Oh yeah. All uh, right, and before before we finish off the NFL, Bryce, what's your NFL hot take of the season? NFL hot take of the season. I'm riding the Motor City Dan Campbell Hard Knocks Lions train, and I'm saying Lions, at least ten wins this year. Oh, I love it. They got. An elite offense in terms of their skills positions minus quarterback. Jared Goff, <laughs> I mean, if you don't have someone in his ear telling him his right from left, you don't know what uh, he's doing. And, and, and no disrespect, like, you know, we're, we're unqualified. That's quite literally the point of this. Mm-hmm. Neither of us are stepping foot on an NFL field Or ever. coming close to it. Ever. We... We have we have our some of our greatest memories are from I am football I am flag football at NC State, and playing in playing in the freaking pouring rain. The hoodie it's bowl. known as the hoodie bowl. It is it's I'll tell my freaking grandkids about the hoodie bowl. Oh, if we had it on video, I'd watch it once a month. But so like you know when I say when I say that Jared Groff is a I'm not saying he's a scrub. I'm just I just I'm not a believer. And I know Jared Goff could wax me. He's an NFL quarterback, you know. And I, but like I, I just don't believe it. Um, I'm hoping Dan Campbell, because Jared Goff has it. Like mm-hmm. he has the talent. Mm-hmm. He just, he just like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a capacity thing. Because I mean, it's it's tough being an NFL QB. It is, but I think you know you got Amon Ross St. Brown coming into his second year, who should be a stud. They they drafted Jameson Williams, right? Uh, yes, the Lions. Yeah. Jameson Williams, when he gets healed up, he'll be a stud. DeAndre Swift, he's a stud. TJ Hawkinson, stud. Penny Sewell, stud. Aiden Hutchinson, stud. Dude, Aiden Hutchinson and Penny Sewell going together. And Hard Knocks was awesome. It's the, that is iron sharpening iron. But the my X factor for that team getting 10 wins, can Jeff Akuda live up to his name at all? Number I, three pick. I love Jeff Okuda. I do. So he's but, he's my X factor. I'm circling this year, and if he can play well and actually be a lockdown corner, there's not too many holes in that team besides a C grade at quarterback. Yeah, I I completely agree. I'm I'm currently looking at the the bet online uh, team total. By uh, the way, bet online shout out, partner. Not, shout out no, bet online. No, they're not our partner. Official sports book of unqualified sports talk. Yeah. Official sports book of pretty much any state that hasn't. Um, Legalized sports betting. Yeah. Um, so thank so, you, so Bet Online. That, that's, where, that's where we look. That's where we look for for these. They, they got their win total at six and a half. 
it's Hammer it! Minus, minus 135. Um, I think there's another alternate line here of a, a higher, I think it's around like seven and a half wins. Um, and if that's, if that's the case, yeah, seven and a half wins, uh, minus one ninety. That's, that's uh, under. No, it's yeah, plus one fifty over seven and a half wins for the Detroit Lions. I mean, their division's not very it's good. It's not great. It's it got really the Packers. Isn't. That's all I got. The yeah. Vikings are Viking, mid. Vikings D is so old now. Um, and if if Vikings fans wanna wanna like tell me otherwise, they can. But I just I don't see the D. I'm a huge Justin Jefferson guy. Um, not a big Kirk Cousins believer, but you know. He's a good quarterback. Adam Thielen's getting old too. Yeah. So. I, but that's that's my hot take of the season. What's your hot oh yeah. take of the season? Then we'll move on to some NBA. My hot take of the season is the. I, th- I think I think the Broncos, I think the Broncos will make the NFC West, not just uber competitive. I think they have a strong chance at winning it, and that's even after even after the Tim Patrick stuff. You know, Tim Patrick's gone. Um, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy are really going to have to pick up the slack. But everything I've seen at a training camp, I'm really liking it. I might, I might, I might really consider them winning their division. I, I, and this is where me and Bryce differ a lot. Um, I have but, them losing the division. Yeah, but I, I really like the Broncos. And um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, I think I think the Chiefs are still going to be really good. I think the Chargers took a step up getting Khalil Mack and um, you, you know Justin Jefferson has another year under center. But I I'll say right now I think the Broncos have a good shot at winning their division. If yeah I I and I'm I wish Russ the absolute best. So well I think every team in that division has a a shot at winning it. Yeah I, sure. I, I let think me, uh, let me rephrase that. My hot take is that they will have they'll have over. For sure, over eleven wins. Um, no, and I, and I think I think the the division as a whole is going to get like the win. There, no one's going to have a crazy high win total. I think. Okay, but I think Cheese will be the Chiefs still. I think they. I think they probably still win. I put the Raiders at two. They took a million steps up, and then I got the Chargers at three. I'm still not a true Justin Herbert believer, but maybe this year he can he can turn my head. And then I got Broncos at four, but I'm unqualified. Yeah, that's why I have this opinion. We're all we're all unqualified. That's and and I think that's my favorite part about sports is <laughs> we can sit here and watch the same the same game and just and just have completely different you know kind of ideas of what it should look like or or you know who's best at it or not, but. Moving on to the NBA, um, nothing's going on much in the NBA. It's, I mean, it's boring. It's the Drew League. Um, there's I've seen the debate right now about like whether or not the Drew League is good or bad. Um, I'm just honestly I'm completely indifferent to the Drew League. It's okay. fun having like the spotlights on some of the stars. Like when Le- LeBron came, that was fun spectacle to see. Isaiah Thomas dropped fifty or whatever the other day, but. Honestly, it's just I think it's just another thing to do in the off season. Yeah. No, so I, I don't I don't say get rid of the Drew League or anything, but it definitely like it, it's made some beefs. Like have you seen like the Dejounte Murray stuff? He's a menace. Black Air Force One energy. I mean he's <laughs> he's left the Spurs, and I guess like Popovich had like a kind of grip on it, but I mean now he's just he's a menace. I mean he's like hitting the ball off of 
Like that dude could be a he could like be an insurance salesman off the heads of yeah. people. Yeah, he's like he's like getting guarded by by firemen or like <laughs> a guy who works at Jersey Mike's. Um, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like you're an NBA player, you're getting paid how much money now to play with Trey Young and everybody. And Speaking of Trey Young, God dang, dude! The I don't know if anyone else saw this, but Bleacher Report released their dominance list for this season. And they, every position they rank their top Terrible. three positions. Terrible. And coming at the third best point guard in the league behind Steph Curry and Luka was Trey Young. How has he been done? He's gotten knocked out of the playoffs in the first round. I'm like, Trey, forever. Only, Trey Young's only dominant against the Knicks. When I when could be dominant. Playing, when he's playing at MSG. Freaking my brother who's in a wheelchair could also be dominant. In the... I, you know, I... Is Trey Young a good player? Absolutely. Is he the third most dominant point guard in the league? No. I mean, are people like freaking CP3 or Dame just? Yeah, I'm not even a big Dame guy. But if I if you ask me to pick between which one is a more dom like could take over a game, Dame. Yeah, it's Dame absolutely, time. absolutely. You know, Trey Young's really good at at you know, he's not even really that efficient at shooting threes. I mean, just his, he just shoots a lot of them. Um, he gets the foul on He's a, a volume scorer. Yeah, and that's that's a on a bad team. So may, maybe Dejounte Murray will kind of make make people believe that a lot less because I think he might come in and be the best player on their team straight maybe, up. Maybe he's, but, but yeah, and and then they like they have um they have Donovan Mitchell in the top three shooting guards. Yep, I, I have that. I have that. Like, okay, shooting guard. It's not a very deep position in today's no. NBA. No, it's not. But they didn't have James Harden in the top three. Yeah, yeah. I, I know he had a, eh. See, <laughs> but did he die? He, he. I mean, he's been he's been at the club a lot. He's been, um, he's been getting strippers, he's been getting strippers, eating probably more than he should. Yep. You know, he's not quite in that Charles Barkley routine, but um, I, I don't think you can just throw him away yet for Donovan Mitchell. You can't. I, I think you're just projecting a little bit BR with that list because Donovan might get there, but he's not there. Right uh, yeah, they must be projecting yeah. because they have <laughs> Jason Tatum as the best small forward. They only they put LeBron and Katie at power forward at the four position just so they can make Jason Tatum number that, one. That had to be it. I, right? I, you know, Kevin Durant, I mean, is he a power forward or is he a small forward? No, he's LeBron, a small forward. He's, yeah. But LeBron is not a powerful. No, he's either. A, we we're talking about this last night. He's either a point guard or a small forward. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But like, on top of that, did Kawhi die? Yeah. Did something? Did his arm get chopped off? Did Jimmy Butler? Did he lose both of his legs in an accident? I, like Jason Tatum is a good player, but I think I, Kawhi is a superstar. Think, Jimmy Butler is a bona fide star. We could have a realistic conversation about whether or not Jalen Brown is better. I agree. Jason Tatum's not a superstar. No matter what people want to believe, I'm sorry. That's my take on it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. But um, yeah, but then we have to move on to the power yeah. forward side of things. Okay, Giannis, number one power forward. No argument for me there. Giannis is a beast. He is. And KD, okay, he's not a small power forward. Number two, I'm not mad at that. LeBron, number three. Okay, whatever, he's not a power forward. I'm not upset at that list. In the order it's in, I personally would put LeBron over Kevin Durant at this point. And I still think you got to take the throne from him as the best player in the league. <laughs> I will say that until I die. 
but I'm I'm not pissed about the list. I'm just pissed that no, I, they're power forwards. Uh, yeah, I, and <laughs> I completely – because LeBron and KD, if if maybe you keep one at power forward and you move the other to small forward, but if they're both small forward, they're both better than Jason Tatum. Exactly. You know, they J- just wanted Jason Tatum to be yeah. number one on their list. No, it's – and I didn't even look at the center side of things because I don't really care. Uh, the center is, I mean, I think it was like Jokic was one, and then Joel was two, and they had Rudy Gobert at three, which Rudy's just so one-dimensional. I mean, where else? What other center? I mean, at this point, like... Bam Adebayo? Yeah, no, I'm not a big Bam guy. I, I like Bam, but, I mean, Cat Cat needs to get way more physical, but he's he has been working on it. And I think last year the team just sucked, mm-hmm. but he was good. I mean, he he really was good, but yeah, I mean, the center just kind of. I mean, Joel and Jokic just run the league. Yeah, but that that's it from that Bleacher Report list. One of the worst lists I think me and Grant have ever seen in our life. <laughs> I can't wait to tune back in to see what kind of bull crap they'd be posting soon. But in terms of other NBA stuff right now, there's. We are in a stagnancy. Summer league just finished up, and nobody really impressed. <laughs> or yeah. like it was, it was the only person that like my big takeaway from summer league is that James Wiseman's not that good. Um. Yeah, I mean, but we 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 got to see Paulo play. We got yeah, to see Chad play a little bit. I mean, they look they yeah, look good. They look good, but not. I mean, n- not, nothing yeah. was. I mean, do you remember when Zion played in the summer league? Oh my god! It was dude. like we saw posts like every or Lamelo, Lonzo, hour, every hour on the hour we saw posts about about those guys. But this one was just kind of, you know, um, and uh, uh, segueing into our next thing, I, you know, so the UFC, I can't remember what weekend it was. They had it. They had. I think it was just a fight night. But we had to wait for this summer league game to finish up, and it was, it was the Magic playing the Kings, and the Magic had like this was like Paulo was having a pretty good game, and they were up by like fifteen points, and I'm sitting, I'm just waiting for this game to finish up, so I'm so not into it, and the Kings come back, the Kings just keep hitting three after three after three and keep calling timeouts and stealing the ball, they come back and go into overtime, and so, so you're just waiting on this it, USC card to it, start. It literally delayed the card starting. Because it went overtime, and it just kept drawing. It kept it kept getting drawn. I think it might have gone into double OT. OT. Yeah, it went to OT, and then it went to like golden. I don't. Know, it's not golden goal, but it's like first one to make a basket. Sudden so it is golden goal. Yeah, I mean, and so it, it literally delayed getting to watch UFC. But speaking of UFC, we got a fight. We got a fight night this week. It sucks. It it sucks. Sometimes those are the best cards because mm-hmm. it's like. A lot of those guys got something to prove. Yeah. But, yeah, zero names. And there's a term that's thrown around the USC community a lot, casual fans. Me and Grant, at this point, are not casual fans, and we're the ones telling you. This card is awesome. So if you're wanting to get into UFC at all, don't watch this, okay? Wait until next weekend where we have Usman versus Edwards. That's going to be a good card. This card, if, if you don't watch UFC, if you're not up to it, feel free to skip ahead because we're going to bore you to death. Talking about nothing. But the fight of the night, the headlining fight, is Marlon Cheeto Vera versus Dominique, I don't know his... The Dominator. The Dominator Cruz. Uh, Cheeto Vera is a 230 favorite. Dom Cruz plus 195 dog. But really, I think the spectacle has to be on Cheeto for this fight. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you didn't have any questions... If you had questions about him before, 
okay, maybe he got lucky with the front kick knockout versus Frankie Edgar. He kind of dominated Rob Font, who is a great striker. Yeah, he he, and, beat, he beat the brakes off Rob Font. Yeah. He, so, he was legit. So, Cheeto, he also beat Sugar. Who's everybody's favorite fighter apparently. He's he's fighting the number one He's fighting the number one contender in the bantamweight. Yeah, we're, we're, that's that's a topic yeah, for a different. I don't yeah, even want to no, dive into that right now. I, this this fight is a good. I w- It is a good fight night fight. It is. It's, it's the only good fight. Yeah, and but and, but the the second fight is David Onoma. You know who's who's like, the, no one else in this fight night is even close to being top fifteen. No, that's what I'm saying. Like. And, and there's we're, not, yeah, there's we're not, not even, saying it. Yeah, there's we're not zero, saying because we're casual. It's just there's no There's one. zero names on the card that even really pique my interest and no prospects at all. So, like, I mean, there's a couple undefeated guys on there but that I'm I'm not too familiar with. But they're, like, close in odds to these people with, like, seven losses to 12 wins. It's like, are they really prospects at this point? Or are they just, oh, you have a good record, let's get you fight even though you fought the freaking school of the blind yeah like, I, all, all i gotta say is that if you go on the ufc website i don't know if they fixed it yet but at one point you could go on the ufc website and the featured female fight it's the like it's the it's not the co-main but it's the third fight right before the the main fight they didn't have pictures for either of the women <sighs> I mean, that's we're, we're in like dire straits. Like, I mean, Dana. at least at least some people have the gray contender series pictures yeah. that they post up there. <laughs> no, they, they did not on their website. Did not have a photo for yeah. either of these women. I mean, it, it's it's going to be bad. But we did, we did have a decent card this week on Tuesday night. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of contender series, freaking prospect of the year right now is Bonacall. Has yeah. to be right. But Bo, Bo, Bo Nickel, Bo Nicol, he... However you say I, it. We don't know. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but I, I'm a believer. Dude, uh, you have to be after your... <laughs> I'm a believer. Um, he, he, was a, he was a contender for, for Man of the Week, but but he he went, you know, he's a three-time NCAA champion in wrestling. Champion. And, and I mean, not only that, he was the Big Ten Athlete of the Year from all sports, and that includes football and basketball. The man can wrestle. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. The no. man can wrestle, and then, I mean, yeah, he's only had one pro fight before this, but knocked the piss out Dude, of the guy in like 30 seconds. It, it took him 61 seconds in the contender series. Yeah, and then chokes the piss out of this <laughs> undefeated quote-unquote prospect in the contender series. Minus like 3,000 to win, but still. Dude, the, the man can do his job. But what do you think, Grant, about him not getting a contract on the spot? Do you agree with it? Are you fine? Because Dana said, you don't even have to finish the guy. You don't have to do it in spectacular. You have to win. That's all you have to do. Win your next fight, and you're in the UFC. What do you think about that? Is it fair? Um, is it is it fair? Yeah. I mean, it's it's fair because it's. I mean, it irritates me a little bit because UFC have. Um, speed i'm gonna call it speed running they have definitely taken some people and just thrown them into the ufc on one or two pro fights and just blood diamond blood they took blood diamond three and oh and he's he's awful he is but shout out to friend of the show orion kosi who did beat blood diamond a couple weeks ago so that's he 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 showed us he showed us you know what what it took to beat blood diamond and you know i i think 
I I think Blood Diamond should have we should have seen a little bit more from him before he but he got signed and he got thrown into the wolves. Same with Brock Lesnar. Um, you know, Brock juice to the gills, so it doesn't really count. But I mean Brock was one and oh coming in, but it's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He's a star before. Yeah. Sh- I mean, so with with this I think I think Dana's just trying to get a little bit more hype for Bo. Trying to Honestly make... I think he's trying to make contender series numbers better. Yeah. I mean, because absolutely. it's not a casual friendly. It's not. I mean, if he wants people to start watching it, I mean, most weeks people are putting on a show because you're going there to knock the piss or choke the piss out of you. Dana only signs you if you put on a show, so it is. It's a fun watch, but um, I think he's trying to boost the ratings because the ratings were great with Bo this past week, and if they bring him back on, have him headline another one, it's oh, yeah. they're gonna shoot through the roof. Well, do you remember how bad it was two week two weekend like two, zero finishes? Two, zero finishes. Guys were just it was like they're playing out a win. I mean, it's just not, that's not what you're there for. I I get it. You know, it's a hard job, but it's literally a job you chose and you're trying to make a UFC. So mm-hmm. make it entertaining for them. Please. Please. But I guess last bit of UFC news. Well, I know we're all rooting for Bo to win his next fight. He's a stud. Um, I mean, all fronts have kind of been quiet besides the announcement of Izzy Pereira a couple weeks ago, maybe last week which is going to be a barn burner of a fight. But if Aldo, Marab, when is that? That's that's Usman weekend. That's next weekend? Yeah. Okay, sweet. So that's very soon. Yeah, very soon. Um, if Aldo, old featherweight champion, got absolutely one-tapped by the notorious <laughs> Conor McGregor. But he's... I mean, he's he's the greatest featherweight of all time. Yeah, he's, he's, a, Mount, he's a Mount Rushmore. Fighter. Of, yeah. And UFC fighter. But... Obviously, at the tail end of his career, has a big fight against Marab. Um, yeah, and um, they said that he gets a title shot if he beats Marab. And I don't know if this is just a tip of the hat to Aldo saying, thank you, sir, we're going to reward you, or what the deal is with that. Because it seems like especially if... Oh, either way, if Sean beats Jan or if Jan beats Sean... It kind of looks like they get the title fight right away against either Dillashaw or Sterling. Um, it, it could be a long wait for for Aldo if he wins yeah. next Saturday. I don't. I think the only thing going in Aldo's favor is that they uh, they're talking about having it in Brazil. Like they're going to have two eighty three in Brazil. Um, get and, Connor on the card, man. Yeah. <laughs> versus Con- Oliveira. Con- Connor is Connor is. He gets plus ten attributes when he fights in Brazil. It's true. He literally owns that river, but so that's that's all we got for real UFC. There's no like, there's no big guys we want that we're just kind of highlighting this weekend. It's it's just gonna be a chill night where we're watching some fights and, um, you know that's that's about it. It's really crack open a couple brewskis. Honestly, might help enjoy the fights uh, a little bit better. A, uh, a surge, perhaps. Ooh, a white claw surge. I, you know. It, we don't we don't alcohol shame. Um, so you know, if you like drinking Seagrams or something, or um, you drink, you're a four loco person, uh uh-uh. uh, you, you, know, you can enjoy that. Everclear, <laughs> whatever you want. That's just that's and straight. Bryce has found out what surges are. I love <laughs> yeah. White, they're, they're, they're good, especially the that. oranges one. I like white claw surges. Um, but, but now, guys, it's time. <laughs> We're bringing back segments to end every show. And Grant, the man right next to me right now, is kicking us off with 
the trivia question of the week. So Grant, give it to me. Let's see if I'm a genius. All right. So so no, no peeking. Yep. But, yep. Um, trivia question of the week. Going back to just training camp and just hope for the season. Everyone's hope is to win the Super Bowl. Everyone's hopes to win the Super Bowl. So you want and, a Lombardi. And also, watching. I, I was getting some lunch today at a uh, Italian place, and they had the they had the sports. They had like sports TV on. We're in like sports bar area, and. I'm sitting here watching these hot takes, and one of them was that, like, I don't know if you know his name. He's a big Maction guy. Big, big, he's from the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Okay. Uh, Bailey Zappi. Zap, Zap, Zappi. I don't know. Is he, was he a quarterback? He was a quarterback. Okay. He, he like, he has the career yards record. Yeah, okay. I know exactly okay. that is. Do you know what his number was in camp? I know, I know it's just like, you know, it's just like <laughs> this is my camp. trivia question. Well, no, no, it's, oh. no, this is but like, okay. but I'm sitting here watching, and his he's wearing a number fifty five jersey. That's weird. Yeah, it's just hilarious to me. I think they did the same thing with Mac Jones. That's not Who? his Mac Jones. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not gonna be his real number. Quarterbacks have to be between one and nineteen. Um, but I love that. So I went back and I compiled all of the winning and losing numbers in the Super Bowl of the quarterbacks. And I want you to tell me, maybe maybe we'll, we'll go we'll go with a couple things. I want you to tell me there is there have been winning streaks of these numbers. Okay. Tell me what number had the longest winning streak in the Super Bowl, and then I want you to tell me what number had the longest losing streak. This is in the a Super real Bowl. thing. Yeah. Sixteen longest. All right, and and for for winning or losing. For winning. For winning. It was 12. 12. Frick. 12 won nine Super Bowls in a row. And it's not even, that's not even like Tom Brady 12. That's, that was from. Joe Namath? From 1971. So it was, Joe Namath to, was part of that. That's to crazy. 1979. So you're, you're telling me that. Well, actually, Bart, that wasn't, no, that wasn't Joe Namath. Joe Namath was two years before that. This Super, was, Super Bowl started in 69. 60 it started in 66 did it yeah oh um okay i was about to say coming okay frick because because but joe namath was 12 it's wild yeah and so this is like the terry bradshaws and i think they had some some other i'll have to go back and look at the names but you know for for an entire decade for literally the whole 1970s other than 1970 number 12 okay well the reason you asked me Winning or losing, I'm saying 16 for the longest losing streak. It's it's 12 again. 12, <laughs> 12, 12 had five Super Bowls in a, in a row that they lost from from 1990 to um, 1994. Now, sadly, that was the Jim Kelly four years, and then there was another year. Um, Dang. Oh my gosh, dude! I was literally even thinking that Jim Kelly has to be there because there's no way. Frick. Or am I looking at that right? Jim Kelly might have been the sevens. No, that was Elway. No, yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim Kelly, Kelly was, was 12. 12. He was 12. I was yeah. literally thinking that, but for some reason, my mind once you asked me, it went to 16. It was winning or losing, but I wouldn't have guessed that since yeah. 12 was the longest winning but, streak. What am I talking yeah, about, bro? It's, it's, I mean, it's just kind of wild. And I, and I went, and this isn't a trivia question anymore. This is just like, just stats, because I think they're kind of awesome. Um, the number 12 has 19 Super Bowl wins. That's insane. And they also have 13 Super Bowl losses. So it's just like, 
There's it been is, so many 12s. Yeah. The the only number that has never played in a Super Bowl is six. There has never been a What are our options for six? Jay Cutler was six. Uh, I can't even remember a lot of sixes, dude. Jay Cutler might be the best six ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but there was even, um, you know, obviously... Baker. Baker was a six. He could still do it. Is he a six for the Panthers? I have no idea. But... I thought that I thought that was awesome. The highest winning percentage for a Super Bowl number is sixteen. Mark 16. Sanchez, he had two opportunities oh, to go to the so Super true. Bowl. Didn't do that. Jay Cutler, and then the only other one that this list has is freaking Jake Luton. <laughs> Jake Luton, Jake Luton, dude. That's but no six, sixteen. They've won. Um, they've won seven and lost three. Um, so they are at 70%. Uh, number 12 is at around 60%. Um, and then there's a lot of... But I just... And there's only one... The highest number to ever win is 19. So that was that was a rabbit hole I never thought I'd go down. But Well, can't we get higher numbers now? Because now players can choose whatever number they want. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that applies to quarterbacks. Neither so, do I. Um, it just seems non-traditional for a quarterback to change his number like that. But yeah, no. That's me, interesting. Yeah, sent me down a rabbit hole just because I saw Bailey Zap Zappy in a in a fifty five. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm here for it. Thank you for the trivia, Grant. Oh yeah, I yeah. really appreciate it. Absolutely. But new way we're into the show every week is since me and Grant are the men of the betting variety, we're just gonna throw out some of our picks, some some that are absolutely wild. And we think it'd be fun to throw money on. Um. Some we really like, and then we'll have a lock parlay of the week that we'll probably never lose. Oh, it's gonna, it's going to be preseason Ravens. It, it is every time. But rule is for the parlay, at least three teams. No, that two, two that's, team it's crap. That's not a parlay. That's not a parlay. At least three. Might, might even go four or five. Some, I don't, I don't know. So feeling dangerous. Feeling a little dangerous. Feeling like Baker Mayfield. But start off the picks. We're starting. With the Ravens, who are our team of the week. Um, I mean, they can't lose. We're going we to talk about this. They can't lose. So that one's super, super easy. And I would probably go, like, take a mortgage that you're going to put towards your house and put it on the Ravens to win. Like because sell your car, maybe? Maybe sell every single one of your possessions and put it on the Ravens to win because it's going to hit. That's not legal advice. We're just saying that uh, if... If you did that, you might be a millionaire. So it's true. You know, it's uh, definitely. It's. I mean, John Harbaugh knows what he's doing. And I'd, I'd give him all my money. They're sitting at minus one ninety, so you'll you'll get a return about half of half of what you put in. But we're here for it. That's free money. Are you kidding me? Um, second pick. We're not so. We like it. We'll say that it's not a Ravens pick, but that's Cheeto Vera to beat Dominic Cruz, whether that be by knockout. Submission or by che- points. Cheetah's got a lot. He's got a lot in his bag. So he I does, think I think betting a, a way of a, a type of finish is risky here because he's it is he's got the jujitsu background. He's but he's also got the front kicks on him. Cheese, dude. And then it could easily go to decision yeah, too. He should have knocked out Rob Font. Yeah, should have. But he's sitting at minus two thirty. Just the, the only thing that worries me about Dom Cruz is he moves like a maniac. Um, you don't know. He's just an awkward movement, and he has the wrestling, which is concerning for someone yeah. like Cheeto. I, 
I, I love I love Dom Cruz. He is he's probably one of my favorite UFC champions and just watching him in the past. Just because he, he is so unorthodox. He's so he's just a freaking bag of you don't know what he's gonna do. At all. Um but I will say and he's watching old. Yeah, watching his last couple fights, he's not as fast as he used to be. No, and that was really old. what kept him kinda in on pace with a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have it. But he is nineteen and oh. Yeah, yeah, it's like seventeen and 0, 19 and zero in non-title fights. Non-title which is fights, just wild. and this is a non-title fight. So if you want to ride that wet wave, ride that wave, it's kind of looking like a preseason's Ravens pick if you look at it from that perspective. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's never and and here's another thing. Okay, there's there's being old, but there's also having mileage in the UFC. You know, there Max Holloway is really not that old, but he has been fighting since he was seventeen. Cheeto Vera has more fights than Dom Cruz in the UFC. Which is just wild. I mean, that's not counting Dom's WEC fights. But mm. Dom has been hurt, and he's been out for a while. so He has the mileage. Yeah, so, it, you know, he, he might he might be older, but he doesn't have that, like, scar tissue buildup that, mm-hmm. like, a lot of old fighters kind of start. That starts being their downfall. So, yeah, Cheeto minus th- 230. Kind of a safe pick, but... Also, it could go either way, so do what you want there. And then Grant, he's our residential golf expert here, so I, I'm gonna let him. Yeah, no, un, take un, this. unsurprisingly, um, I'm a early twenties um, guy. I'm now into golf. Um, I'm trying to. <laughs> I just hit the top of the ball every time, and it it bounces in the air and just rolls. So yeah. we're we're working on it. But I get my own set of clubs in the next couple of weeks, so it's, I'm excited. I I love golf, um, and so I you know I, I've always kind of grew up watching like the Masters and stuff. But you know recently I've been really into uh, really into just the whole season of it. I mean it's another it's like the UFC just never stops. Um, so th- this weekend uh, by by the time this comes out it'll have already started. It already even started today. But the St Jude's um, Classic which is kind of the beginning, like, start of the kind of FedEx Cup playoffs um, is starting. Um, it's it's no longer an option, but if you're looking to, like, if you're looking to live bet some some guys to win, uh, at, at they, they had this originally versus the field at plus 235. Between Rory, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, Cam Smith. Com. Com Smith, absolute mullet maniac. I hate... I. You know, he got the bag going to live, so respect. Hundred million dollars. He's he's joining as soon as uh, as soon as the the playoffs are up, and uh, Xander Schauffele. Between those guys, I take take one of them. Cam Smith hold out an eagle this morning. One of those guys is my pick to win the tournament. So we'll we'll come back next week and we'll see if that came to fruition. Um, but if you're looking live bet and you see one of these guys kind of near the top going into the later rounds, let it fly. Let it fly. Let it freaking fly. And then we got the parlay of the week, and I know, gosh, we're going to have so many people in our ear telling us, the Ravens played the night before it was released. Okay, deal with it. We have to put the preseason Ravens in our parlay, and plus there is nothing to bet on right now. It's so, rough. Unless, you, unless you're trying to bet on baseball. Which is but, not a good idea. Unless... Aaron Judge home run. Aaron Judge and... home run. Um, but we, I don't know if any of y'all have heard this or, but me and Bryce saw this guy put over two hundred thousand dollars on the Cardinals money line to beat the Rockies. I, th- I think it was against the Rockies. They were down twelve at the top of the third, bottom of the third, something yeah. like that. Th- three innings. or maybe it's three innings going. Yeah, three innings. 
they gave up 12 runs. So, so you don't bet baseball, okay? But, uh, regular Ow. season baseball is just so it's so hard to bet on. So, yeah, we're betting on the Ravens. Yeah, deal so with it. deal with it. And then they're at minus 190 again. And then we have Loopy fighting UFC against Angela Hill, who is legit a 13-12 and 12 fighter. Yeah, Loopy's good. Loopy's Loopy, good. It's like Loopy Godinez or something. Yeah, no, it was Loopy. Their name is Loopy. Yeah. But she's minus 335. I think that's a very, very good parlay piece. That one, I love it. Obviously, Ravens to lock. Loopy, love it. And then another one we, we like is Odie Osborne. Another UFC fight at minus 275 versus Tyson Nam. I, I would say he's probably one of the few people we can say as a prospect in this, yeah, in this fight card. I agree. And uh, what's his face in the co-main? Yeah, Ono Onoma. Yeah. Um, but we like all three of those. The minus 190, minus 335, and minus 275 all adds up to a plus 170 parlay. So you're getting some pretty good value there. Um, and like we said, it's a lock. These have never lost before, the parlays that we put out. Not because it's just week one. And we never put one out before, but yeah, it's it's because we have unlimited money because we never lose. We don't lose. How do you think we're betting on everything? We're unreal at it. Um, but yeah. that's it. That's, yeah, that's the parlay. That's and the parlay. We I, love it. I guess I, I I need I need an official answer from you, Bryce. Who is the man of the week? The man the of the man week. Of the hour. Let me tell you. Does, hard knocks. Does it have, does hard knocks. Is a man who who lives by a four letter word. Hard knocks got me going. He's former NFL player. The man has grit. The man's MCDC, dude. MCDC, man of the week. Man of the I, week. Pencil it in. Watch hard knocks. Free promo. I, I'll tell. I'll tell you a, a little story right now too. It just how much MCDC got me going this week. He perfect man of the week choice. There were some other good candidates, but he is it. Um, I had I had a really big exam I had to take this week around Wednesday, um, and I'm laying in bed on Tuesday and I just could not fall asleep, and I I just look at my phone, and you know, the first thing is like I guess some some account posted um, his quote and kind of the video of him saying it. I watched that around like twelve thirty. Um, <laughs> it got me so it got me so fired up. It got me so fired up. I at that point I literally logged on and and put a put a dollar on the on the Lions just to win their division. I mean, it got me, I you know it, I literally was so I was so like even in my half sleep state I knew that MCDC is gonna do it. He's the man, dude. He's he's got to be my favorite head coach in the NFL right now. He has the fire in him. People back him. He has the grit. I'm all about it. So. So it, it ain't much, but I'm I'm all in now on MCDC. I I hope I hope they win the Super Bowl. Me too. I would <laughs> I wouldn't I would not be sad, at all. But everyone, that's it for the return of unqualified sports talk week one. We're so happy to be back, and we're so happy to have Grant. I'm not going anywhere. Grant's not going anywhere. He passed training camp this week. Let's go. And we yeah. will be back. We didn't get cut. Every Friday morning with another episode of unqualified sports talk. Hopefully the Ravens don't play any more preseason games on Thursday, so that way we can get this out to you. But just know it's part of the parlay. Yeah. Just if, know it. If the Ravens are playing, they're a dynasty. Just pre-season. know preseason Ravens is part of the parlay, so 
just already have already have that done. Bet on them straight up. Every every dollar you have. But no, that's it for the week. We're excited to come back next week with another episode of Unqualified Sports Talk. And just remember, we're unqualified. We don't know what we're talking about, except for preseason Ravens. So looking forward to seeing everybody next week and enjoy yourselves. Absolutely. See you boys.